Hello and welcome to Room Escape Divas, your podcast on everything escape rooms. Today I'm excited because we have Fred Preddy, who is a co-owner of Escape Maze, and we are going to talk about the Escape Summit, an escape room conference that is happening in Canada. Welcome, Fred. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so glad to have you on. Now, before we get started, I should tell our audience that it's just me. There's there's nobody else here except for me, and it's not because of Fred. Don't take it personally. <laughs> but there, so you're all by your lonesome. Yeah, I, I am all by my lonesome. Even even my family is gone. So the only thing you could probably hear in the background will be birds. But but they are off in New Orleans, and so they are oh, do. I think nice. it's, yeah, they're doing Thirteenth Gate right now, or they just finished it, and they're just having the time of their lives exploring Baton Rouge in Louisiana. No, New Orleans. Actually, they're in Louisiana. Whatever. They're having fun down there. And if anybody wants to check, Manda is blogging her whole experience on mandawitney.com. So you can go ahead and check there. So that's where they are. My name is Errol. And again, I am excited to have Fred Preddy here. Again, welcome, Fred. How are you doing? I am doing awesome. Yeah. I'm quite excited. Um, things are starting to come down to you know to the end of the month where we're going to get things going at this uh, this conference in Canada here. Um, to tell you, actually, uh, I'll just jump right into telling a little bit about it, if that's okay. No, that's great. Go for it. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. The less questions so, I ask is better. <laughs> <laughs> well, we. Um, we got together with a few other owners before because we had done the unconference with Scott Nicholson. Were you there for the very first one at all? I th- I know. I, th- I, know I think Mike I was. And Ruby were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there too. Yeah, yeah. So that that was um, it. Did quite well for us as far as you know getting our head around this new concept and everything else. And then we followed the the unconference every year. Then Scott no longer wanted to do them because he wanted to work on other projects. Understandably, it's it's a lot of work to put one of these on, mm-hmm. as I'm finding out. <laughs> um, now, I did help him with a few other ones, or, or Escape Maze and uh, Improbable Escape did as well. So we got together with them and said, hey, we should continue this on because it's a lot of good information that comes out of it. We want to see this industry grow and, uh, you know, Although we go to other conferences, you know, down in the States and stuff like that, it's, to me, it always felt a little bit more commercial oriented. And we didn't really, we wanted to get something that was more for the owners themselves and not necessarily for, you know, the corporation type idea, right? Yeah. So that's that's where we got talking. We said we should run our own. We talked to Scott. He said he no longer run one. So he says, you guys go ahead. And uh, so that's what we did. So the, one of the first things we did actually is we started a nonprofit organization so we can run everything through. So everyone understands that this is more for the owners, not for anything else. Um, and I guess the next thing was to do was to start talking about exactly what we wanted to, uh, to do. And we decided that we, were gonna, we, wanted, we wanted to still run the, the um, uh, what do you call it, the... Um, roundtable of discussions uh, afterwards mm-hmm. um, but we still wanted to put on some courses as well because we the last year that we ran it we found that that was quite interesting because um, there's a lot of new people in it and there's a lot to learn and we thought well we'll run courses in the morning and in the afternoon we'll have that roundtable discussions which 
actually helps everybody out. And that's the reason for the unconference in the first place. So that's that's where we're at now. And if you can always uh, you can always go on to uh, the Escape Summit and find uh, find the schedule up there, and you can book some tickets and come on out and enjoy yourself at the you know the the Escape Summit. So who? Yeah, so who are all involved in running this? I, I'm looking at the sponsors, but I've just wanted to know who is taking up the helm, which companies are taking up the helm to help run things. Uh, well, obviously, Escape Maze, mm-hmm. um, because and an improbable escape uh, um, was also helping out with that. Well, actually, helping out quite a bit with that as well. Um, but we also have uh, Panic Factory, who's. Uh, they do a lot of the signage and stuff for us as well. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was that was very helpful. He's going to do it, um, you know, at without uh, cost at all. So that's going to help. With yeah. Else. No panic. We, I'm I'm actually excited because I am doing. I do know that I'm doing a talk about our train event with Panic Factory with Nick and Ray. And it's I I don't know I don't know what that panel is going to be like because you know we're not exactly the most organized crew and so we're just probably just going to be like talking over each other and just laughing the whole time it might be fun more fun for us than for the audience but we'll see <laughs> i don't want to like you know taint what the experience i think it'll be great yeah it'll be great those guys are amazing so it yeah. will be fun yeah well also the, it should mention too we're all just trying to work our way through you know the this business none of us are i guess uh professional speakers and stuff like that you know and yeah we're probably make a mistake or two but you know it all comes <laughs> down from the heart right that we really want this this uh, industry to grow is what we're and that's why we're putting all this on right i was just talking to someone today if anybody knows anything about canada and ontario uh, peterborough is about what is it two hours away from toronto and i was um, yeah two hours two and a half i was talking to somebody no. at work and they were they were talking about how they had to go up to Peterborough. It's like, oh, I know an escape maze up at Peterborough, or an escape room in Peterborough. It's like, really? <laughs> There's an escape room up there? How do you know? And I'm just like, well, I actually just know where all the escape rooms are. <laughs> you really, you're pretty hardcore. Yeah, I have to admit, I'm pretty hardcore about this. But yes, yes. So, so it's exciting. Well, you should know where they all are. <laughs> yeah, and dude, one of the talks is going to be you're doing one right in the. Uh, in the morning on the first day on um, puzzle flow itself i know that's gonna be crazy because it's because we're driving in on that morning so we're gonna have to p- wake up pretty early and and t- <laughs> oh boy and we're we're also driving in with david so manda and i and david spira we're all coming in on that morning so hopefully i'll be coherent because i'll also be very tired but it'll, it should be good i'm excited it'll be fun there's a bunch of people that are going that i haven't seen in a while like david and then uh, Eric Boudreau, who I know from Calgary. I haven't seen him in a long time, so it'll be great. Oh, I don't know if I'll be able to see him because he's speaking the next day. Oh, I hope I well, can see I'm him. I'm sure he's there for the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, and then we're going to, of course, have uh, you guys do another uh, podcast uh, right in the bar in the uh, at Fleming College there. That's where the whole... the. Uh, conferences being held in their new steel building which is set up for conferences on off season oh wow really we yeah. are oh cool yeah. oh and then their their campus bar is hooked right into that so we'll be very very close to the uh, campus bar where you guys are actually going to do your oh no you guys are doing your pod no you're going to do it in the, the bar i do believe uh-huh 
so you can tell how organized we are about this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, it'll be great. Now, just taking a look at, I'm just taking a look at all the the speakers, and there's a, a number of them there. So it's going to be it's going to be pretty exciting. Look at them all. Wow. I'm, I'm yeah, looking. So you're you're doing puzzle flow, and then we have um, we have uh, intellectual property uh, lawyer coming out. He's doing a, a free seminar on intellectual property because it's always been a subject with everybody, but mm-hmm. everyone has an opinion. But this guy will tell us exactly, you know, what's what's what as far as the law on not only um, intellectual property but also things like um, you know. Um, if you record your own sound like we are now, you know, how is that protected and all that yeah. kind of stuff, right? No, it makes sense, especially since Canadian law and stuff is different than American law, too, so. Yeah, yeah, and he, he dabbles into all that kind of stuff as well, so I'm looking forward to that, and that's a, that's a free seminar. Um, then we also have uh, the, um, we also have Tech for Dummies that are coming out there for those who are just getting into it. Um so we, yeah, anything you want to know about tech to start off with, there's that. Then the storytelling, of course, Manda's going to be doing that. I noticed that, that, uh, that I'm going up against Manda. Oh, you pitted us together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we tried, we tried. But you know what it is? It's because oh, yeah. you guys are only staying the one day. Yeah, no, we I originally, know. <laughs> we, only re- we originally had you guys on you know, two different days, but just the way everything went, right? No, it's true. It's hard for me because I'm not an owner. It's hard for me to like take too many days off to come to a conference. My wife always like, what? You're taking another vacation day? It's like, um, yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, we talked about next year to when we run it again, as we'll, uh, we want to probably run it in February is what the talk is just because it's probably a better time for people to travel and take time off. And it won't be so last minute. We will have a date before the conference of what the next year's date will be so everyone can plan for it better. Wow. So how long have you been planning for this conference? Maybe people are out there thinking to themselves, I want to run my own escape room conference. Um, yeah, we... Jeez, I'm trying to remember when we started that. It was just after February when we started talking about it and then we moved quickly because we knew that we had to get started things on the go to get things into place and stuff. Um, where we were going to hold it was another thing and then we decided to, well, we'll hold it here in Peterborough because we're here and we, we can check out the venues and everything else and we can run things back and forth and who knows where we'll have it next year, but we do want to run it every year because this is a conference for escape room owners. It's not like any, you know, not like any other conference that you'll go to. Uh, we want to make it feel like more like a, you know, a gathering of, of friends to discuss exactly, you know, how business, their business is running and how to help each other out and uplift the whole community. That's what this is all about, actually. And then I guess you had to like, get in touch with all the different types of speakers. How did you decide who would speak at your conference? Well, we, we actually, we got a hold of you first, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, and then we got all Amanda and, and stuff like that. And then we just started, uh, we put some feelers out there for who wants to, wants to talk. Um, I came up, I did do um, a course or um, went to a seminar 
with the speaker of the intellectual property, and I thought, man, this, this guy's got to come out and talk to some of the owners. So we thought we would talk to him, and they're, they're going to come out and do that for free. And then, like I said, we put a call out for speakers, and people called, and we asked them what they want to talk about, that kind of thing, right? So, because, um, for instance, um, Justin from Breakout Zone, which he no longer has that, but he's going to be doing a lot of um, talk about fun and games until something goes wrong, of course. So about safety and that kind of stuff, right? Uh-oh. Um, Do you have a call? Is that you? Oh, uh, that's, that's way at the front there. I'm actually at PTBO Escape, our secondary location. Oh, right. two locations. So... Um, so I'm at the mall, and that's why you got the echoing sound, but it does have the better internet, and I didn't want this to be interrupted, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, sorry, sorry about the echo, guys. That's okay. You know, that's okay. I should, I should go and like, stand in a stairwell, too, and so that we can both echo. No, I think that would be horrible. So what do you think the divas are going to podcast about at this, at this summit? I'm really just fishing for ideas. We actually don't know what we're going to do. You don't know what you're going to talk about? It's in two weeks. We're, we're still not sure. Because <laughs> they're off in like New Orleans and we haven't really discussed this. But we did come up with a couple of ideas. But we didn't, you know, we should have asked people what they wanted to hear. That's probably what we should have done. Well, what, what was some of the ideas? And I'll tell you what I think about it. How does that sound? Well, yeah. <laughs> there was, there's. I was thinking whether or not there were some things we want to talk about. I, I, I started writing up another article, but then I did, actually still haven't published. And I thought, should I post that article? Should we talk about that? That was all. It was similar to my talk, but not really. It's more on the different types of game flows within an escape room. But then that's more of an Errol kind of podcast. And then I didn't uh, want the other right guys. Yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe it's specific to you instead of the whole game. Yeah, or, yeah, so, it's yeah. The, so maybe what we could do, since it's so close, we they could talk about the their New Orleans experience, and we could talk about you know traveling and the things you have to worry about or think about if you were to go escape room traveling for anybody that wants to do you know escape room tourism. And that might also be an interesting kind of topic as well. Well, actually, that's not bad because when I was uh, when I was talking last talking to David, he he was talking about um, when they're booking different escape rooms all of, you know all over the U.S. Anyway, that you know some of the problems they have when booking, and some of the suggestions that he had was like you know put in put on your booking page where the you know where you might be able to park or where the nearest transportation is that kind of stuff. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, very and much I, so. You're like, yeah, and I think a lot of I think a lot of escape room owners would get a lot of benefit out of you know when you're traveling around and going to different escape rooms. What do you look for, you know, besides a good escape room? But you know, what do you look for outside of that? And maybe the escape room can help out with that kind of thing. Mm, very like true. It on their website, so that would be a great subject to talk about: is traveling while doing escape rooms. Ah, okay, it's done. I'll I'll suggest it to them. <laughs> Oh, you said it's done, so it's like, oh my God, they're going to blame me if they don't like the idea. As in, in it's it's verified. This is what they're going to talk about. If they don't want to talk about it, tough. But, you know, actually, I I know that Jake, the other co-owner, has gone to other escape rooms in like in Europe and uh, d- have you gone with her? Have you also traveled far to do escape rooms? Uh, not as far as she did. Like she goes to the, the up the game all the time. Like every year she goes to up the game. Um, 
Unfortunately, she couldn't go this year. She was really feeling under the weather just before the, the like a couple of days before they had to leave. So, but her her husband Mike, um, who uh, he went. Uh, so I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to say about that. But me, I've gone to d different places in the U.S. Uh, like I've been to New Orleans um, and did some of the escape rooms down there. That, you know, nice. But but I came in a little later into the business. Like I was always an owner and helping out in the background. But I had a full like a real job before. <laughs> I, yeah. So. So they, those guys were always doing more as far as that kind of stuff because they had more time to, well, I shouldn't say that more time because that's not really the case. They were more involved in the business, so they were traveling more to do stuff like that. So they had did more escape rooms than myself. Yeah. Um, it's just been in the last, uh, well, I quit my job in September. So I've been full-time in Escape Maze since September. And so it's it's kind of cool because you're a family-run business, and there are how many different families that are helping out with Escape Maze? Um, well, there's uh, there's the four owners. So there's uh, me, uh, my brother uh, Mike, uh, my sister Jake, and then uh, my mom Wilma. We're the four owners, and then of course there's my uh, my father who helps out uh, Brian, and then. Um, Jake's husband, Mike, he's he's a huge help. Um, he's um, he's actually our, our manager, so he takes care of all the employees, all the stuff that we were like, eh, I don't want to do that. Mike does it, so he picks it up and does it, which is awesome. It takes a lot of pressure off of us. And then my my brother, uh, Mike, he does all the construction end of things. And if you come on and come out to our and do one of our outdoor adventure trails, you'll be able to see a lot of the carving that he does there. He does some awesome work like he does chainsaw carving ice carving that kind of stuff well although you won't see the ice carving out there on the trail i'm just saying that's how talented he is oh i didn't know he did ice carving as well that's pretty cool wow oh, yeah it's awesome he just he just sees things in a completely different way than the rest of us so <laughs> he's totally in charge of the construction into things beautifying things up that kind of thing right my sister he does more of the graphic design and she's in charge of the the puzzle flow of things right yeah what were the hiccups that you may have run into while trying to run this seminar or organize the seminar um the I'm not, the biggest hurdle actually was finding the right venue for the for the for the spot um here in peterborough because you want to be able people to break out into sessions later on but you want a big enough space that some of the courses can be run with a bigger group of people um, so finding the venue was a, a one of the one of the hurdles. Um, time to organize is probably the biggest hurdle that we had to go over. Um, and of course, so starting the nonprofit organization that's for several reasons. One to make it more legit. I didn't want I didn't want people thinking that we were doing this for money. Mm -hmm. so, and also for uh, bookkeeping reasons, that's the reason. Why, another reason why we started a nonprofit organization. So th that was a little bit of a learning curve for me because we didn't have money to hire a lawyer to start that up. So I had to learn all that myself. <laughs> yeah. So a, so I'm the guy that usually reads all that dry paperwork stuff, you know, the health and safety stuff and all. Oh, that lucky you. So if yeah. I want to start a nonprofit now, I can ask you. I'm never. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not going to yeah. start one though. So. 
<laughs> yeah, no, and and I'll be and I'll say, yeah, sure, I'll help you. What you do is you pick up the phone book, you look up for a good lawyer, <laughs> yes, and you call them. <laughs> yeah, no, I bet. And it's and it's and it's coming up soon, like in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The twenty okay. seventh, twenty eighth. I guess we should have we should have mentioned that right off the hop, didn't we? Yeah, it's coming. Well, <laughs> this this podcast will be released this Friday, so it'll okay. be so it's about two weeks. I should get my slides ready. Ha ha! They're not ready yet. I was planning on getting them. this weekend. I'll get my slides ready this weekend for the long weekend. So, will there also be escape rooms for people to do at the escape summit? Oh well, not at the the summit itself. Well, actually, we're doing. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say that, but we are doing some some kind of um, escape game at the summit itself, just you know to give people something to do. But our escape rooms will be open. Uh, we are actually on the Sunday before. We're opening up our haunt that we yeah. did this year. I'm so sad. I can't go. <laughs> oh, the no. Sunday before, yeah. <laughs> So we're opening that up just because there's a lot of people that that have asked us about that. Because we, of course, tear our whole haunt one down and redo it every year. And it's like nine different rooms that you have to go through and solve puzzles while we're scaring the crap out of you, right? No, I know. I know. I wanted to actually do it again because I've done done at least the three versions. And they've all been so different that I... I keep wanting to do it every year, and I missed it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we, you can go actually go online and uh, book those. Well, you can't because you won't be able to meet there. But uh, <laughs> then uh, there's the five escape rooms that actually that we have at the one location out on the farm, and then we have the three out here at the Lansdowne Mall, which is under PTBO Escape. So we have. Uh, all of those do, and our outdoor adventure trails, of course, at the uh, at the farm as well. If you want to do something during the day um, on the Sunday or the day after, like on the Monday, sorry, not the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday afterwards as well. So there's there's escape rooms to do, and of course, Panic Factory is only uh, you know uh, 40 minutes away, 45 minutes away. So you certainly can go down there and do some of their rooms as well. And then uh, there's Durham Escapes, which is a little farther out, they're uh, probably yeah, they're probably more like an hour from from us. From uh, well, actually, from Peterborough itself, they're probably more like forty-five minutes. So there are other escape rooms around that you can go to. And I also assume there's ample time. I would hope that the owners can get together and just chat and talk about the industry. Oh well, that's that, that is the point of it. Like the uh, we. We're starting off the day with a open panel on the first day, which you'll be part of. And uh, then we have workshop. We have three workshops running between 10:30 and 11:30. Then we run some more from 11:45 to 12:45. Then we have um, three breakout sessions, that roundtable discussions, which we're asking people to send in their discussion ideas that we'll put together, and then we'll break out into different sections there. And then there's breaks in between, of course, that you can, you know, in between all of that stuff. And the second day, we have three rounds of, of uh, classes you can take, and then another three rounds of breakout sessions after that as well. And I see there's a mixer from 7.30 to 12, so, so I could just sit and talk at people for hours about my life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Glad you brought it up, because that's a great time for people to... You know, that's why I said the steel, you guys have been doing your, I think we wanted to do, for you to do your podcast there, but like I said, I, 
I forget exactly what we talked about both situations where you'll do it at the where the conference is being held or at the bar which is just down really it's down the hallway in that same building um, so you go to the bar and we'll have the mixer there which you know we can chit chat with everyone and enjoy each other's company and stuff that kind of thing no I'm I am really looking forward to this because it's Although I went to other conferences down in the U.S., nothing against the U.S., but they're, like I said, they're more they're more structured for um, a selling industry than it is for let's get together and talk about stuff, right? Yeah, this one seems more similar to like how the unconferences the unconferences we've had uh, in setup because it's a lot of it is discussion with other owners. Yeah, and that's exactly what we what we wanted to do here is we want to make it set up so it's exactly like that that we can have discussions but the last year that we ran the on conference that was a request that people said oh you should be running some classes and we think that's important because we did get um we did get some positive feedback there was a little bit of ne negative feedback on one of the courses but most of it was, was that mine third. it was mine no was mine, no, no, no no <laughs> it's okay you can tell me i went three hours without giving them a break that's why i only get one hour this time <laughs> no yours is actually packed yeah, yeah i, to, I we talked at those people for so long those poor people <laughs> yeah well Mandis was packed too but, but now you guys are going to head to head so uh, it'll, it'll it'll be interesting it'll be interesting fight fight <laughs> <laughs> too bad Mandis not here i would like to hear I her know, take on that i know she would be like she'd be feeling all anxious about this it's like it's not a competition i just know it so it's Ah, too bad they went away this week, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to have the podcast wait for too long before the seminar, so. And it's okay. I'm quite happy to talk to, like, three people. If only three people show up to my seminar, then that means it will be close, and it will be, and then I can, like, pinpoint them. At my work, what I, I, I do training, and so it's, it's easier when there are less people, and then I can really focus and learn what they're doing and maybe even bring up examples and personal examples from their own rooms if if they're willing to share so i actually don't mind if if people don't show it up myself it's it and if people don't show up to my to my seminar because then then it's easier for me <laughs> but, but we're hoping that we get a, a pretty uh strong sellout or something like that because like I said, the more people that are involved, the more we can, you know, grow this thing to make a, a nicer community. Because I think sometimes you get on some of those chat groups like that, they, you know, people start bickering <laughs> and fighting and stuff like that. And that's, that's not the point. I want this, I want this industry to grow. And you know, no one's, no two people are going to do the same thing at any, any, you know, every city is a little bit differently. You know, yes. is run differently, and every business runs it a little bit differently. Doesn't mean that one is right and one is wrong. It's just different. But it's nice to know what those differences are to see. Hey, maybe I should try that at my place, right? Or maybe I go. You know, I've tried that and it doesn't work, right? Yep. It's, but without uh, if everyone fighting and scratching each other, things are not going to grow that way, you know. And no, it's, it's very true. The, it's the customer in the end that's going to suffer, and isn't it the customer that's going to grow this industry? So, hey, let's let's get together and you know work out some good stuff, right? 
No, I I do like the variety that Ontario gives us in regards to escape rooms because we do a lot of a lot of very different things here. The different escape rooms that we have do a lot of different things than I've seen. So it's it's pretty cool to have that that available to us. And so you're right. I like the I like the differences between the different rooms. Well, it, that's that's what makes it more interesting when you go to somewhere else, right? Hey, if everyone built an escape room exactly like ours, then you know why would I want to go anywhere else, right? Mm-hmm. So, Nobody you know, else does I, something like the shaft, and that you, you change know. it every year. Man, <laughs> and I missed it this year. Oh. Yeah, and I would tell you about it, but then I would spoil it for everyone else. No, right? that's okay. No, no, you don't have to spoil it. It's just that yeah. I thought I was—I thought I was going up on Sunday, and I'm not. So I'm—I was like, ah, oh well, what can you do? Well, maybe in the—we're not tearing it out just yet. So hey, you know, I do know a few of the other owners. If you want to come up some other weekend and try it out. Oh, <laughs> oh, really? I will. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, well, oh. I'm just saying. I'm just oh. saying. But I wouldn't wait too long because, you know, we do want to build a new one for... Yeah, no, I bet. Oh, no, I think uh, maybe I could do it for my birthday or something. Who knows? We'll see. Anyway, we won't talk about that now because people are listening and they don't care about my loss. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) But they can certainly book. They can certainly come out and book, right? That's true. That is true. Enjoy the escape room. Yeah. Now, I take it you're hoping, especially since you started this nonprofit, that you want to do this on a yearly basis probably around this time are you hoping to do it like at the end of may every year or no lecture you were saying you wanted to do in february well that was some of the talk too we were trying to choose the only reason it came into this is because we is actually everyone's schedule in such a short time frame and we thought if we wait another year before we do this then you know the momentum is lost but then if we you know we pushed ourselves forward to get this thing up and running so it won't you know the unconference won't be lost type thing um but yeah next year we were talking to well i think i think a man sorry no i think um melissa was putting out something about asking people what would other dates they would think that would be best for them as far as coming out to a conference and i think february seems to be a the month that was best for most people so that's probably the route that we're going to go because yeah we want to see this coming out every year we want people to to look forward to it just like some of the other uh, conferences that are down in the u.s but this one's in canada yeah you know, so, so, so do you usually find that february is like one of the slower months for the canadian escape room industry owners well most definitely we, we uh like October for us is completely, well, because of the shaft, of course, but as com- and, but not only that, but our rooms get booked right up in, in October as, as well. And there's a lot of other Canadian owners that find the same thing around that time. And of course, right after that, there's Christmas parties and stuff like that. So come after the first week of January, because you're still doing Christmas parties in the first week of January, right after that, um, it just seems like things start to go a little bit downhill you know, kids are going back to school. They're, you know, they're, I don't know, they're nursing hangovers for a week or two, and then they'll pick up just, <laughs> just slightly. But then in February, it just seems to to slow right up. So we thought, well, that would be a good no. time for in, in in the whole industry. That's what we've seen, or we've talked to other people, and we found that February seems to be a slower time of the year. So if owners 
you know, if that's a slower time for everyone, then, hey, maybe that'd be a good time to have a conference and talk about things, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many new escape rooms have opened up, but I hope they have had a chance to know that this is available because it's not as it's not as expansive as it once was, but you do see a few pop up here and there. So it'll be interesting to see if any of the newer owners are interested in coming. Actually, a matter of fact, we because we because because uh, we do sell our, our our designs to other people that um, we've had a couple of people call contacting us about buying some of our designs. We told them about the summit and they're coming out. So that oh be, good that'd be yeah. So that's that's good um, that they're hearing about that right <laughs> off the hop, right? Well, then I yeah. figure if they if they come out to something like this, maybe they'll get a good start on their business because they will hear from other people the ups and downs and what to look for and what not to look for instead of doing that on their own like the rest of us and going, oh man, I won't do that again, right? But you know, learn from other people's mistakes would be the the best thing to do. Right? No, seriously. Although I do notice that you don't have a seminar on how to handle snooty enthusiasts. I don't know. <laughs> I should probably let you get back to work. You know, all cooped up there in the back. Uh, poor yeah. Fred. Yeah, well, it's okay. Someone else is taking care of the front end, so that's okay. But I really appreciate you letting me come on to the podcast here and talk about the, uh, the Escape Summit. Um, we look forward to people coming out on the 27th and 28th, but by all means, come a day early, stay a day late, and you know, check out uh, Peterborough and what it has to offer and some of our escape rooms, as well as people can go on to just look up the, you have to put the the in front of it, the Escape Summit, and then they can you know, check out dot the com. website. Dot com, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And then they can check out the uh, website and book tickets there uh we will have a tickets available at the door but they will of course be a little bit more expensive right great yeah and, and if you want to go check out the seminars there are a lot of people that are speaking that that will be kind of fun to see again so uh, i'm i'm excited to go see and chat to some of these people because i haven't seen them in a long time yeah go check out the website because all their bios are right on the website so you can see who they are and what experiences they have and that kind of stuff right yeah Anyway, thank you so much, Fred. And and, uh, I think I should... Oh, I should probably tell you if anybody is interested in checking out the Escape Maze themselves. It's escapemaze.com. So that's where Fred is from. Or or PTBO Escape as well for if you wanted to come do one of our mall locations. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At this point in time, this is where Amanda, you know, does the whole speaking out thing. (laughs) <laughs> and she's not there to just speak out no and uh i don't know what she says so uh, uh so i'll tell you what just leave a long blank there and you just <laughs> piece her into this podcast where i should she just... I, I had an idea that i would just take all of the times that she's cracked while saying it and then put them all in a row <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'll try. Here we go. Room Escape Divas is brought to you by Inverse Genius. Um, Inverse Genius is, <laughs> is, uh, is an organization that collects all sorts of 
podcasts about nerdy stuff like board games and and games in schools and libraries and RPGs. Look at me go. I have no idea what she says. And then, oh, then she, like, if you want to get a hold of Room Escape Divas, you can email us at roomescapedivas at gmail.com. And we're also on Facebook, so you could probably fit, search for us on there. And you can hashtag R-E-D, R-E-Divas on Twitter. We don't have an Instagram, though. No. I think that's good, right? Is that what she says? You, do you listen so. to this There's podcast? A, I uh, Not as often as I would like, I tell you. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to. I'm just trying to think if I missed anything. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. And Thank next you. week, I do blur. In the next two weeks, because this podcast is released every two weeks, you will be able to hear the wonderful voices. Oh, the next. Oh, actually, the next one that you might hear will be our live podcast that we do when we are at the summit. Or maybe no. No, maybe not. Because that will be happening after the Friday. Anyway, you will be able to hear Manda and hopefully Mike and Ruby again. And it won't just be me floundering in the dark. Take care, everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. <laughs>